welcome to Seller Talks episode 11 with my man Surname Music, myself Jay Favors. Before we go to our guest, we've got there's a very interesting subject this week yeah. uh, in the sense that it only popped up yesterday. Uh, in yeah, the, sen- the last couple of days, yeah, the last couple yeah. of days in the sense that Radar has shut. Well, what what do you say? It's it's closed down for a immediate effect well i mean they've kind of backed out of issuing like a quick statement or mm-hmm. a um a timely statement yeah because they're just trying i think i've heard rumors they may be trying to like use the uh sports direct uh legal teams to kind of come up with a a way to kind of make the best situation out of what's happened as possible right I got I got a good scenario for this though because I support Newcastle United. Should we explain what's what we're talking about first, quickly? So like in short, in <laughs> yeah, short, okay. in short, right? Okay. You, you know okay. you know about radio, radar radio, and mm. um, everything was going nice. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was they brilliant. Having, it looked the setup getting, was brilliant. They were getting they were getting the views on YouTube. They were getting in the best guests. They were playing the mm. best music, using the best DJs. And then the first sign I think of anything going wrong is the interview with Jammer. Yeah, um, where Jammer was talking with DJ Argue about mm. where's the money going, who's benefiting from this. You're just using artists, and they're not getting any sort of. Um, I mean, that's a kind of different, but it, and it all yeah, links it, in. It, it does class in that effect though, because it's basically he's so Mike Ashley is the Newcastle owner. If you didn't know, yeah, I support Newcastle United, so I know what Mike Ashley's about yeah. from supporting Newcastle for years. He has drained the club. And what's just... happened to Newcastle now? <laughs> well, they're doing all right. They're doing all right now, but it's not the, the best of times. It's not the best of times because no. everyone hates Mike Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> so, in the sense that his son is running Radar Radio, I didn't know about his son. I, me neither. Yeah, I don't think anyone did. They, they, there was an article that I found. Well, I didn't find someone linked it to me, and it did come out like I can't remember. It was quite recently, but it came out. In, that was solely about it being Ollie Ashley's like whole venture and stuff like that. I didn't know this though. This is this is like I I listened to Radar, but I didn't look into like the obviously. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm more of a casual listener to Radar, but I always look up, look at what they're doing, what shows they've got, and well, like Max, like Coma played on it as well, like my yeah. boys, and it's it's just like sort of we see it. There's a, there's there's an opening now for someone else to take yeah, that yeah, spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. In a sense, they was getting all them TVs and stuff, and I was wondering where that money was coming from. Mm. And yeah, because it's a professional setup, and yeah, they had a... like I don't know if you ever seen, but like the um, the whole like I don't know, like they they because it's all for like YouTube and like small videos mm. and stuff like that. They'd have like potted plants dotted around, and it looked <laughs> it looked really professional. They had like neat neon signs yeah, okay. with radar on in the background and stuff like that. And it was like it was like super professional for something that just seemed to like pop so apart suddenly, kind of. Come out the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come out of nowhere. Yeah. But the and then Pussy Palace came out. Yeah, push, Pussy Palace. If you haven't read this article, it is. I read it in full. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't read much because <laughs> I just make tunes a lot. Yeah. But I had to read this. I had to read this article. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it it just shed so much light on like people being equal. And like, I don't want to get like really technical in it because I'm not going to say that I'm a very like very social like socially yeah. in there and I can talk about that sort of thing. But I believe like everything she said, and I, I'm totally well, against. It, it would it would be a bit 
you you would be inclined to believe her purely because or them because of so many people coming out and yeah, saying exactly. yeah that There's is evidence. the experience we got because if a, if an environment isn't um kind of it's not and it's like if, if it's not safe for everyone to be mm. in i mean because in that article it was like the sexual harassment claims were being um sort of thrown back in the faces by saying oh that's just uh the mcs and the djs are trying to chirp you they're not they don't mean anything they're just you know they're just right, flirting yeah. and stuff like that but it's like there's it's there, there might there might that. have been there might have been an element of that but, but, I, it's that, work, that, isn't it? but if that was it then i don't think people would be calling for radar to be shut down just because yeah, they got sure. hit on it. it's like there's no smoke mm. without fire isn't there mm. yeah. Like, yeah but yeah, that's kind of like yeah. That the, that that's the that's the, that's the main bulk of the uh, news this week. I did see Jammer's Jammer tweeted though. It was fucking hilarious because he was like, "Everyone wants to deep my interview now," and uh, when I <laughs> but when I when it actually came out, everyone was laughing at me and calling me crazy. And he was just like, and he, that was the only thing he said about it. And then everything else was just like he didn't he didn't breathe a word of it to anyone like in any other tweets or anything like that. I think he was just sat at home really. He's just like. he's just really smug at the moment. I, I big ups Jammer in it. Big ups Jammer Jam, Jammer from us. We respect you. <laughs> um, but right anyway, that's the news bulletin over. <laughs> uh, I think that should be a new segment. Yeah. News bulletin for the week <laughs> on the UK base scene. Seven o'clock news. Yeah, the big se- Ben beforehand. <laughs> Wednesday, seven o'clock news with Seller right. Talks. Seller Clock News. Seller Clock News. Yeah, come up with them. That's one, yeah. Get on the t shirt. Yep. We just got our new t shirts in the building, got our new samples. Uh, they look banging. Um, You're going to throw that sample into a tune. Yep. Yep. Right. Anyway, going to our normal show, back to uh, Seller Talks. We have got a special guest in the house today. Um, he is a label owner from Quit Your Jobs Records. That's right, yeah, isn't that's it? Yeah, the one. Yep. That's the one. And like that name. Cheers. Yeah. Yes. Everyone and always finds it very ironic that I still have a job, though. <laughs> always like, yeah, Quit Your Job Records. What you do? Oh, I work in a pub. <laughs> yeah, and he is a lead singer of um, a band called Moth. Uh, how would you describe Moth? I've recorded you. Oh, but... God. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess uh, we got a lot of... Shoegaze influence, uh, we take a lot of influence from a lot of bands from the late 80s, um, early 90s. Uh, big fans of The Cure, big fans of My Bloody Valentine, um, a lot of bands like that. Yeah. I'm interested to, like, because in your music, mm. when I recorded you and what you showed me and how, like, I had two days in the studio with Moth. They yeah. they were, I'm going to say, there was a brilliant experience. Oh, I cheers, really man. enjoyed the two days. And As did we. Yeah, but everyone listened to a variety of different yeah. music. Yeah, like, sure. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna big up everyone in your in your band. You got Mike, you got Brad, you got Lyndon, and you got Joe. Yeah. And uh, big up, um, all of them because I like, I like in particular. I I speak to Mike a lot because he likes drum and bass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was banging on bass. Yeah. And how. He flowed for a tune and he was so on time and he yeah. could play so fast because your tune was 174, 174. 4 BPM, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. It was fast. Drunk and yeah. he was his. <laughs> <laughs> no, Big he's up smart. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. He really is the rhythm section of our band. He's just like keeping us all together. He's like, he's duct tape, man. Yeah, he's yeah, duct tape. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get him on soon because I would love to hear his drum, like what he likes in drum and bass because how he plays bass, I would wonder if he could actually jump on drum and bass and yeah. play it, play to. He's had a few, um, well, when we've been 
pissing about we, well normally when we wait for Lyndon to turn up yep um, we uh, <laughs> <laughs> we um, we off, we got a synth now in the band as well and so we kind of change it to some kind of drum bass sort of settings and kind of Mike just kind of grooves over the top of it and like yeah, he yeah, can yeah. do that sort of stuff really well um, but yeah you're right we've got a little, lot of different influences in the band like uh, me and Brad we've been in bands for three years together so we've got a very similar mm. similar taste um, and then we kind of brought Mike in because um, Mike and Brad have been childhood friends mm-hmm. um, and kind of obviously Mike's got this kind of big drum bass influence but he um, has been gradually kind of slowly getting into the music that we like yeah. um, and then we found Joe um, through putting adverts around Bristol um, and he's kind of again into very similar music to me and Brad um, but he's also introduced us to a lot of Bristol bands that we didn't know about before mm-hmm. so like Idols and mm. Giant Swan and a lot of really interesting bands like that that we didn't know about yeah, because um, I'd love for you, because obviously we normally do it about, um, we're, we're normally, at the moment, I'd say we, we're aiming towards the uh, UK bass scene, but I want to open it out into more of a... Yeah, the, the, I think our, our our bias is just the people we know. Yeah, because no, we've got the people we know. Of, yeah. You know? We're starting, we're going to like start like getting out into the Bristol community a bit more now and start uh, like pushing different music. Yeah, yeah. Man. I, I, if, and if I was back home as well. I could bring so many people down here in bands, like. Sure. But because we're in Bristol, it's kind of, and everyone's a producer in Bristol. Everyone is. Yeah, everyone's a producer. Yeah, everyone in at least dips their toes in it. Yeah, yes, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, you got um, quit your job records as well. Yeah, I loved. I do love that. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, I we um, we're gonna get to obviously the show. I want to talk about the in big a one. bit. But yeah. give me an insight of and a history les- lesson of. I've quit your job. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, me and Brad were into a lot of bands from late 80s, early 90s, and a lot of um, bands from that time would start up their own record label mm-hmm. um, to kind of help themselves get off the ground, literally just to be able to kind of bullshit and be like, oh, yeah, we're signed to a label. Yeah, proper yeah. indie, though, isn't it? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, before indie became like a specific genre, it was actually independent people yeah, just man. doing their own thing. Exactly, exactly. So we felt like we've kind of got to put all our effort into kind of making ourselves successful and kind of try and do the whole thing, not like rely on anybody else. Um, and so we know a lot of good well we knew a lot of good bands in Bristol so we tried to work with them um, and we've kind of just accumulated more of like a family mm-hmm. than like a proper record label like we haven't got a lot of money behind it we just kind of we can produce cassettes in our mm-hmm. yeah. in our bedroom and stuff we can kind of help people get stuff on Spotify we mm-hmm. can get them in contact with people that we know um, mm-hmm. but yeah it's more of a kind of big kind of collaborative cooperative effort um, more than anything else I suppose so the label's been going for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've released uh, probably about four or five EPs for bands and mm. singles, um, put on a fair few shows, and mm. then kind of now we're kind of trying to kind of get into territory where we're starting to do something a bit more different yeah. and kind of set ourselves apart. You've hit that year milestone, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's only from building from here, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, obviously I know that you dip into... Uh, bands a bit because you that uh, was like that was like my whole upbringing yeah exactly that's why i brought brought george through tonight uh, because obviously you are your drummer what else you play yeah drummer guitarist and i i never thought i was a bassist but i actually can play bass yeah well i can play bass because i played guitar in it well that's that's the thing (laughs) i I only look like because i had a band i was at a band could be shaking his head at that point (laughs) (laughs) but it's true it's so true if you're you're, because i was at a band practice at pirate studios the other week and Mm. um i think one of the the guitarists got bored of playing the guitar and wanted a bash on the drums or something like that so we all swapped instruments and i was on the bass and i was like actually this is fucking sick yeah i was like keeping together with all the rhythm and stuff like that because if you can play drums and you can play guitar Mm. it's like you've got the rhythm and the melodic element 
and not the guitarist as well was not telling me what chords he was playing i had to just watch right, the fretboard yeah, and just yeah, kind yeah. of i hate that i love it it's a challenge <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a brain training exercise you're just there like oh what's he yeah, gonna do yeah. next you gotta really engage your brain yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta you've gotta stare at each other in the eyes like no no I don't. <laughs> like lovers <laughs> i was gonna say it could turn into a fight if you do that if you're like yeah. staring at him in the eyes <laughs> just tell me what you're playing throw your stick at him well, it's a jam isn't it because you start off playing one thing and then it'll just evolve into something mm. Mm. i used to love I, I don't jam often anymore i used to a lot when i was younger but yeah. don't have time to do that anymore yeah sure but I it's not that I don't have time to do it I'm not I'm not too good for that I just yeah. when you sat at home with like a Domino's and that you can be like I could be jamming right yeah, now yeah do you know what I mean I could be in the studio jamming <laughs> but um, what other what other influences would you say because um, were you influenced by people like Jesus and Mary Chain or oh anyone absolutely like that? yeah they're a big one because I was going to say yeah. for that kind of music they're like every band that I know who are mm. sort of like shoegazy but that all that like, indie eighties stuff. Yeah, exactly. They're like one of the biggest influences. It's, it's like not only the music as well, but the attitudes of bands mm. like that. Like the Jesus and Mary Chain. I'm not sure if this is a rumor or not, whether it's true, but apparently they used to turn up to shows for bands that they liked, go yeah. around the back and say they were the support band. Yeah. They've got nothing to do with it, and they just kind of go in, go on stage, play for as long as they could until someone realised that something was up, and they kind of drag them off stage. Um, and I think you've really got to find kind of interesting little ways to put yourself out there mm. and kind of ways that people are going to remember you for because yeah. there's so many bands about like Bristol's got such a massive band scene yeah. that you've really got to kind of try and set yourselves apart and like kind of really kind of make your voice heard yeah um, and it, it has to be like an effective way as well because yeah. I see a lot of um, I've seen a few people when I've been at the Mother's Rune and stuff like that and yeah. they've been playing upstairs and stuff mm. and you'll just see like you know that there's some, some you know there's a band trying yeah. to have that element of like unique like their unique selling yeah. point and stuff and then you but it's just so obvious yeah. that it's not actually yeah, like it's not authentic yeah, like, yeah and that's, that's I think absolutely. some of that's so cringy but you yeah. have to kind of find the right the right thing to do it has to come naturally bit. to you like mm -hmm. whilst I say that it's good to have this certain kind of attitude you've got to be true to yourself as well mm -hmm. if you're not somebody that's kind of that wants to kind of put themselves out there in an uncomfortable situation where you're kind of making yourself kind of really kind of obvious in that yeah. way um, then then it's not worth doing it no. because um, it'll just seem kind of like you're trying too hard. Well, people can tell it as well. I feel like most people, I mean, not everyone, some people will eat it up, but I'm sure yeah. a lot of people can just kind of, because did you ever, did you see that? Um, I know this is a bit off topic, but there was a thing that came out. There's a guy called Hobo Johnson. Oh, I love him. And he, but he did that, you see the Tiny Desk concert thing? Yeah, yeah. And I was actually watching an interview that he did with um, Anthony Fantano, the Needle Drop mm -hmm. review guy. And they were like talking about like his uh, for some reason him just being him. Mm. It it gets like a reaction from the audience, anyone who watches him, not just his fans, just yeah. anybody. That people either they they either really love it, mm. they really dislike it, yeah. but they can't stop watching. The people yeah. who hate it, yeah. they'll watch and they'll comment on every video yeah. and they just. But it's like they were talking about it's just something that he's got that draws people to him, mm. even if they don't like him. Exactly. Yeah. It, he's getting that sort of it. It's. it's uh, I think Quite a mistake that some bands make actually is they try and please everybody. Whereas like most bands in the past, they've had kind of like a massive kind of hate following as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to polarize people, I think. You want to have people absolutely adoring you, mm. even if that means some people 
don't like you. Yeah. Um, you can't just kind of ha- hold this weird little middle ground where people kind of like you because that, yeah. that will mean that eventually you just fade into obscurity. You turn into Coldplay. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. making that bland music. Although Coldplay, like... for example, like I hate them. Maybe they polarized. <laughs> no, they, they do. They do polarize because they became like oh, it's like Nickelback as well. Yeah. But they but they don't write because I because I don't really like Coldplay. But there's a few mm. things where I can be like, you know, you can see they they're, they're doing their thing and that. But yeah. they are kind. I feel like the more they've gotten big, mm. the more they've kind of become like a sort of flattened out. Yeah. Like there's no sort of personality. Where there was a personality yeah. to hate at the beginning. There's um, nothing to it's, it's just kind of like what was oh, Jane James um was it James Blunt? James Blunt. I I loved <laughs> to be fair, I actually Wait. enjoyed James Blunt man. Wait, all right, don't get me wrong, I bet he's an amazing musician and Back stuff, to yeah. Bedlam's a classic but, album. <laughs> I don't know much about James Blunt, but when I listen to James Blunt, yeah I feel like it's I'm not, I can't say it's boring, but like I just sit there and I'm like, when it he's is. saying you're beautiful for a bit, yeah. like, I'm, beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a bit bored. I want a bit of more progression, if you know what I mean. But that's what? just commercial music in general. Where's the drop? Yeah, where is the bass line? No, no, it's, it's a beautiful song, don't get me wrong, but I got bored to that yeah. very easily. Yeah, because yeah, Probably yeah. because how much it was in the charts, but that reminds me of Coldplay, yeah, yeah, in a yeah. sense. It's, it's definitely a beige music. Like It is, it is one of those... like <laughs> A grey area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, because I, cause I actually, when I was younger, um, I was listening to that. I got this, like, uh, you know, I was telling you about them CDs my uh, mum's friend used to get me from the Salford Market. Yeah. And it was just like a top 40 album thing. So there was like, well, this is where I got like the game, uh, the documentary album. Got the White Stripes I Elephant. I got that album, the documentary album's banging. Yeah, but then the White Stripes Elephant, which is like one of my all time yeah. favourite albums, like, it's just like, incredible. And then James Blunt, but then also like some shit like fucking Nora Jones or something. Like, it's just like. <laughs> It's. I feel like that because he's a good songwriter. I think mm. he, that one album was a good. The, the rest of it wasn't really. Like I don't want to talk about Robbie Williams, but it's like boring music. But <laughs> but they do like they uh, make like, songs. Don't that, right. Yeah. But they do make songs. But they do make good. They do make songs that they're either earworms. They're mm. melodically fine. There's nothing wrong with them. So There's they nothing kind of, wrong with they them. They offend the but least amount meals. of people. You what? They've made meals off it. So I why thought, yeah, I thought you meant meals like. They <laughs> yeah. meals, which well, is they true. have eaten. They have eaten. They've 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 <laughs> they <have>. craft. <laughs> They've had off their craft. Even but, the fine things, like yeah. fragua or all that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They ain't going to exactly the food bank. They're going down to bloody Golden Ramsay. Waitrose. Yeah, they, yeah, they <laughs> yeah. are going into Waitrose. Waitrose and M&S. <laughs> oh, don't, don't diss them M&S. All right, M&S. M&S, <laughs> M&S right. All right. I'm gluten-free, yeah. Big up all my gluten-free gang. Right. M&S does the banging gluten-free bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you ever want, it's a caramel... Oh, it's a salted caramel flapjack. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Big ups <laughs> MS. My sister my sister did just send me a picture of some vegan uh, jelly sweets that I could get from Ooh. her. So I'm tempted to go when it's reduced. Yeah, do that. you know what I mean? Not full price, though, For your so. special foods, it is banging. Yeah. 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 But anyway, other <laughs> than MS. <laughs> so back to back to, back to the band. <laughs> Back to the band. Yeah. Before we digress too much, um, you've got a nice. I, I'm looking forward to this because I like I like space and everything. Mm. And they've uh, you've just released a video for who who was the video on by the way? Like uh, who did you release that through? What was the website? Oh, uh, Indiegogo. Indiegogo, Indiegogo, yeah, yeah. Because George is um, 
released a video for his uh, show at the Planetarium in Bristol. It's a very exciting project he's building, mm. and uh, I'm definitely going. You want to come? Yeah, I'll come. come, I'll come on. On. Yeah, yeah I've asked a few boys. Date? Like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's uh, 26th of May. 26th, 26th of May, yeah. I think it's a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm def I'm definitely coming for that. But I want you to tell some people, the people, what it's about, and. Uh, Get some people excited for this. Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, we're putting on this show at the Planetarium. There's going to be all six bands on the label playing, including ourselves. Actually, no, I say all six bands, which I unfortunately had to pull out. Okay. But um, we've now got Swimming Girls mm -hmm. um, in instead, who are amazing. I've known them known them for a little while. Mm -hmm. They're really, really good. Um, so, yeah, five of the record label bands and Swimming Girls. Um, and so one of one of our bands wanted to film a music video there. Um, I looked into it and it would be a bit kind of too expensive just to kind of hire it out with kind of no profit coming in afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I had the idea of putting on a show, mm -hmm. uh, sent them an email and they were really helpful mm -hmm. um, with getting it sorted. Uh, so, yeah, and um, it's part of um, <clears throat> the, the record label um, has become a part of a kind of wider artist collective that my mates run called Do I Why? Mm -hmm. um, and they kind of theme it around this thing called um, Gesamtkunstwerk which is a synthesis of, uh, well, in our case, it's a synthesis of art, music, and technology. Gesamtkunstwerk mm -hmm. just means kind of all-encompassing art, so you kind of bring in different disciplines to create this kind of one bigger picture. Mm -hmm. um, so at the Planetarium, of course, we've got this amazing technology mm -hmm. in the sky with the projector. Um, we've got Showing the best scenes as Exactly, well. all the trippy yeah, space scenes. Yeah, <laughs> love it. It's going to be incredible. Um, and then we've got these bands playing their sets, and we're going to try and get them to... Um, bring their sets down to a kind of more ambient uh, acoustic sort of style. So Joy, for example, who've released an incredible song today called Seahorse. Mm -hmm. Everybody should check it out. Um, they've got kind of two cellists in, a violin player, whereas normally they're just a kind of standard four-piece, two guitars, bass, drums. Um, so everyone's kind of bringing in loads of interesting things. Um, we're looking at getting someone, uh, what was it, doing... Um, different synths what was it we got modular synths a guy doing some modular synths on it and stuff yeah so that'd be yeah. really that's getting cool. into that yeah. our, our uh <coughs> i'd say geeky territory yeah, of uh, yeah, yeah. production man yeah I no it's look. really cool i, I can't wait I'm, I'm really excited to see what each individual band kind of comes out with as well because mm -hmm. they've all got while we try and kind of work with bands that have got a similar style they are, are also very defined individually mm. and I'm hoping that they'll find different ways to kind of bring mm. out a kind of subtler element to their sound mm -hmm. um, yeah. so you with the bands on the label how many how you've got you got how many bands on your um, collective aside what? from ours there's five others five others so and what are their actual names because I want to yeah. give like because um, I'll put their give names in the uh, in the bio give me all yeah. their and I'll, I'll I'll give them a little plug yeah, so there's, um, there's us, Moth, then we've got Joy, mm -hmm. Witch Elm, Rainmaker, The Shucks, and mm -hmm. Beefy Wink. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll put them in a plug. Big ups all them bands. Um, like, check them out. They're all the Bristol same, I'm guessing. They're all in Bristol, yeah. yeah. Well, some of them are kind of half in Bath, um, uh, but they're all kind of really Oh, so it's like a West, West Country sort of. Yeah, Southwest, and yeah, Witch yeah. Elm started off in Weston, um, but they're now, uh, now in Bristol. I know, I know a few bands in Weston. Um, we've had a band come through here called Family Jewels. Mm. And, yeah, uh, I know them. They're yeah. they they're amazing artists. Like yeah, they're, they're, they're um they're a singer George. I got speaking to him and it's George Sims and he's he's a wicked guitar player. He's like a human metronome. Right? <laughs> he probably won't ever listen to this because he's doing he's he's been he's been recording in some big studios. I see him on uh, Instagram the other day. They was in Brighton recording oh, really? and I don't know if it was EP or an album, but 
they're doing a project. They're doing bits, and he mm. had he brung through like a. Ma- I've got a reel to reel up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's minuscule to what he brought through. He brought through like a reel to reel up to like I'm gonna say a <laughs> foot high. Mud. And it had like obviously ten inch and twelve. You could put yeah. ten or twelves on it, and yeah. it was it was it was quite a nice spectacle. So I'd never seen anything like that big because mm. obviously we're from the digital age now. Yeah, so yeah. that's a bit expensive, man. That's a really big well, piece of. I went to Manchester, like uh, like. You you like Manchester because you like Man City. Have you been to Manchester? You... I went like for a day, so I can't say I'm, I know it. Yeah. I would say go take Manchester in like all the little music shops. Yeah. And there's one, I wish I remembered the name of it because I would definitely give him a plug. Yeah. But it was, oh, I'll pull it down in the uh, this description uh, actually because uh, they sell some real good equipment. They uh, yeah. sell... Uh, like valve compressors from like yeah. the seventies. Was it was it oh, near Affleck's Palace at all? No, like, it's near the university. It's near um, uh, like, Manchester Met. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just yeah, up yeah. the road. Uh, it's next. It's opposite the uh, square. What yeah. the where the uni is. Um, but they have some reel to reels, like some really old nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties style reel to reels. If you're into your analog music did you did you use them while they were down there then did i did yeah. i use that or what did we use the uh yeah, yeah, real yeah, to real yeah. yeah he he i think basically he brought a load of equipment down because yeah, yeah. he wants his na- he wants his own sound but he just likes mm. the sound of the studio because it's banging <laughs> <laughs> <I'll vouch for laughs> that. um he um i feel like he went through a tube a warm tube compressor from from through my desk yeah. into a warm yeah. tube compressor and then into uh real to real and then back back out mm. into the desk yeah and it just sounded lovely. He played. He got his drums to go through. He got. He done a room mic in the room and he lifted mm. it high, and uh, he was just. They had the drummer and the pianist playing. There was like five mics in the room. He had two on the piano, three on the drums, and then one in the room. And it. Mm. it There's nothing like like tape equipment and stuff like. It just yeah, sounds man. So nice. It just sounds like it like it sounded <laughs> like the Beatles. I'm not, I'm not like I'm not gonna say like. <laughs> yeah. It's that style. I'm not gonna say he sounded like the Beatles. He's literally <laughs> making Abbey Road. Number yeah, two. yeah, he's definitely yeah. doing that. No, he's. It sounded like that sort of style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this the type of vocals the Beatles used. And yeah. It seems it's very sixties based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and that's where you your band's like very like when you come through. You wanted the uh, they went through a twin. Saturation. Yeah, and right, yeah, 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 and he, uh, you, they yeah, jeweled, yeah. they jeweled the, uh, they jeweled uh, my Laney amp to the yeah. reverb. Um, AB, it was, had an ABY pedal, wasn't it? Yeah. So we then we plugged the guitars in, and then sent it through two amps at the same time, and it mm. gave um, it so much warmth. Didn't yeah, it? it was beautiful. Sounds mm. so good. Yeah, so and, so good. Mm. And then uh, what else? There was a Brad. Brad done a um, like a guitar solo. It was like. Right, the, oh. we're going to say, say about this this session, yeah, because uh, you know, it's a two-day session, yeah. By the end of it, we was fucked. Like, <laughs> like, everyone was just like, oh, my God. Melting into the sofa, yes. it's like, oh, God. And we listened to the song <laughs> yeah, so yeah, many yeah. times. Oh, yeah. just one song? Yeah, yeah it, we... That's, that's good work, that's good work, yeah. though, putting in two days in one song. I'd rather, yeah, sit in, like, perfect. Yeah, it like, was... Yeah. We done... I think I counted the takes because we'd done one project and then we realised this is how how this we then we realised the oh um, we realised the uh, drums were 
Out of time. Yeah, it was out of time, and it was very hard to like because I was trying to get Lyndon to go to a click. Yeah. Um, but obviously, so like it was a very fast song. Mm. It's one seven four. Yeah, you, it yeah. happens. Yeah, it yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, and then we went and put Mike in with Lyndon. This was amazing, by the yeah. way. This is a if if you if if you're if you're a struggling drummer and. <laughs> You know, you're just struggling in the session. It's just yeah. sometimes with the yeah. song. I've worked with a lot, lot of drummers, yeah, and yeah. some drummers are really, really good at um, like really keeping time. Some are really good live. Mm, yeah. And Lyndon is very good guy. live. Yeah, he's a live guy. And then um, Mike went in there and played with him, and he was mm. spot on. Yeah. Absolute on the button. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like the interaction of the personality is it's amazing how a band gel. But mm. when you sometimes play on your own, you're like. What am I doing? Because you're not yeah, used yeah, to playing yeah, yeah. on you're your own, so are you? Suddenly isolated. And it's like, yes, yeah. exactly. That's why, that's why that's why them big studios have isolation rooms and everyone has their own headphones. Mm. So you have a drummer in one room, a yeah. bassist in another, a guitarist in another, and that, and everyone's separate. And then the mixing console, everything's coming through. So yeah. in the mixing room, everything's the same. Mm-hmm. They're all playing yeah. at the same time. They can all hear each other. But it's like that's like some of the best stuff comes out like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It was a fun session. Like uh, it was probably one of my f- since taking over solo tapes. It was one of my f- funniest sessions I've done over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, um, and uh, what was it like? Yeah. So Brad, I'm getting back to that story. Brad was in there playing a really nice melody, and he's how many effects pedals he got? Oh God, I don't know. Probably about like he's he's cutting them down now because he wants to buy some more. Um, but. Uh, He's probably got about eight. Oh, he's, he's thing, his box died, didn't it? Oh, God, yeah, the power supply died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Jesus. God. Yeah, the yeah. power supply died, and uh, and obviously PMT's only over the road, so he's like, I think we got something. From, didn't, he, didn't he pop over PMT? Or did he have... Or no, did I Mike think he borrowed him? mics. Yeah, he, yeah, he bo- borrowed he mics, borrow but mics. mics is much smaller, so I think we had to kind of cut down the amount of pedals he used. Yeah. Even though we um, had to cut down the amount of pedals. <laughs> <laughs> he'd done this guitar solo, and it was... Some like it was it was melting my impressive. ears, mate. It yeah, was in yeah. very impressive. So that's why you should check out fucking Muff, mate. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> please, please right. do. How far are we? How far are we in? What? What? Not that far. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna check the time because uh, sometimes I can chat shit for too long. <laughs> yeah, that's, if if you've listened to us before, we, I chat shit a lot. We both chat. Shit. Yeah, but. I hope you find this interesting. I want to pick up everyone last week for who the big support for the Rider Shafiq show because I, I really thank Rider Shafiq to coming through. But I got some yeah. really good feedback, and we, we like, what did you think? I thought it was good. I enjoyed. Uh, in fact, I was listening back to it a little bit today. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite a uh, interesting conversation. Yeah, he, 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 uh, big respect for him to actually like coming Give through because obviously we're only on our tenth one. But oh, eleventh now. Yeah. Welcome, hey. George. Family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, he, he come through, and uh, it was just a very spontaneous day. But I really enjoyed how, uh, like, he spoke about music and where he'd come from and why he's riders speak. But like, if you have any feedback of, uh, if you want to come on or you want to get involved in any way just like hit us up hit me or alex up mr yeah. zone music i should want to talk to anyone yeah man we literally love to talk like in here george has been here for like an hour now and we've just had a conversation we like having conversations just tell us about you <laughs> tell us about what you're doing we'd like to give you like a voice if you know what i mean but um i want to say 
big ups to everyone who's listened so far and bigging up the uh, yeah yeah it's been it's been surprisingly yeah. uh, warm reception yeah um yeah, I'm gonna have to listen back to some when I get home. I think. Yeah, it's, it's, you you will learn. It's you you will learn about the artists because you will learn yeah. about that personality first, and yeah. then you will go and listen then to the music. To them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's always a good way to come at it. Actually, it's quite interesting because then you start to notice things in the music. You kind of realise what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. In certain sections and stuff. Well, people but... who make music are interesting. Like, it's yeah, just, it's, absolutely. And absolutely. every time I've asked someone to come on to do a, a podcast, everyone just immediately ex- assumes it's going to be like a mix. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, should I do oh, it? Do you right. want me to record a mix for you? It's like, no, you want to sit it's down nice and just sit and have a chat. Yeah, have a chat, have a nice. We're gonna have a chat. cup of tea instead. We, yeah. <laughs> we we have we have just started a mix series, uh-huh. and we've had um, e, EM Free, my my boy Chris Emmett. Um, he's just starting out as a DJ, but he's a very talented DJ. Mm. I spoke about him in I think episode seven. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then uh, we had JK released on Sunday night. JK uh, mm. E16. I was listening to that today. Yeah. Actually, when I woke up. Yeah, a bit of techno for you. We're doing mm. that multi-genre. We ain't <laughs> we ain't sticking to that one one forty like because me and me and Alex do come from a one forty region. But I want to start diversifying. Like, diversifying. Diversifying. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's my Essex accent getting involved there. Um, <laughs> And diversifying the music and who we're going to, and uh, like that, obviously that brings us back to yourself in the sense of we're going onto the rock scene and that. Yeah. Because we're going to get onto a show called. We've got a segment called Gestion. But we'll get onto this after this. uh, This this question I asked. (laughs) (laughs) What in Bristol? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not. I, I know bands from recording them. Yeah. But I, I don't. If I venture out, I, if I go on a night out, I'll normally go to electronic night or a reggae night. Or I, I, I've got my nights booked. Yeah, yeah. Where would you recommend me to go on a night? Like, if I wanted to hear some just eighties and nineties rock, but yeah. like just chill, chill day. Somewhere to take my missus on, on like right. a. a for a band <laughs> for a band yeah oh instead of a curry you go for a band yeah go for a band <laughs> and the craft ale yeah <laughs> yeah I mean probably um, oh, I'd go to either the Mother's Ruin or the Oldie yeah the Old England yeah. yeah there's some really good stuff on either of those like if you go to the Crofters um, there's some really great bands there mm-hmm. but you'll often get more kind of touring bands if you yeah. want to find yeah, out what's yeah. going on in Bristol yeah. I'd say you either go to the Old England or the Mother's Ruin that's banging because that, yeah. that's what we want to that's what we want to push we want to push mm. this Bristol scene yeah and like, absolutely so the Old England I'm going to have to I'm going to have to check that out like is it yeah. serve food it doesn't although this is an opportunity for me to plug something else okay um, we're talking to them about um, putting on a day festival Okay. Um, again, to do with this whole kind of art, technology, music thing. I like so it. we're gonna. I like it. It's really cool, yeah. And we're gonna start off with uh, kind of artwork in the room they've got upstairs, uh, kind of one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, move on to bands, say kind of seven or eight, and mm-hmm. DJs after that. And we're hoping to have a barbecue outside right. as well. Do gluten-free so. food in our. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get some gluten-free bread. Yeah, yeah. Worry. Get some gluten-free bread, and then you see Jay Favors in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. And that brings us on to. Uh, have you got any like before we get to question? <laughs> before we get so to smooth, guest, smooth transactions. Though. Yeah, before we get to question, have you got any question to ask George? In, in like, have you have, like? Because before I go 
start banging them on with questions. Have you got any question, uh, uh, questions you want to question, ask? Question, question, questions. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, that's one That's one I'd probably have to think about. Yeah, why I do mine. Well, you do. Think, well, think of some guests. Because I, I, I don't, sometimes I can get too carried away with my own voice. <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. And it's flowing. Yeah, it's flowing. Mm. And you know significantly more yes, about it than I do. So I'll, yes. I think your question From what you've better. learned today, yes. <laughs> what would you like to learn from the... Uh, uh, like your side of the music scene, I'd say, because you're we we are we are over, like because you've got a broad music taste, but I guarantee you listen to more it on yeah. But albums. I mean, because because with yeah. me, I was like uh, I was always in bands, like mm-hmm. like I've, I I only started producing music and that when I was going to college. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like my whole life's been like I played played festivals and gigs and stuff before I even knew about plug yourself. Yeah, cock rock, <laughs> cock rock 2012, <laughs> the golden year before it got shut down. But yeah, so I think like if you just get like uh, guest your mark, Jay Favors, and if I have any questions, I'll just um, knock him off his chair right. and start. Asking this is him. just this is okay. just a quick. <laughs> this is this is just like a quick fight. It's like off off top of your head. It's nothing. It's so nothing. Kind of to... Couple of word answers, sort of thing. Like or. Oh, you can go into it as as deep yeah, as you want or as shallow as you want. Like, it's just gonna be like. We're not gonna stop you in halfway through an answer. Yeah, so yeah. Like, we're not gonna be like, no, okay. that's time up, uh, mate. Time up. Go. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to move away from my microphone because I'm pretty dynamic right now. Um, looking at them uh, levels. Uh, right, where are you? Right. So I'll, I'll give you a... This is... The first question is going to be quite... Uh, pacific, uh, specific. Ah, uh, Pacific. I can't say <laughs> it's this. Fine, here, it's man. fine, it's fine, don't worry. Um, yeah, it's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what is your favourite genre out of... Because... Um, Soft rock, okay, or punk, punk all day, all day punk. Yeah, day punk. grew up on punk. So my dad will listen to all like the Clash and the Jam, mm-hmm. and then I moved on to kind of more recent bands like Rancid when I was a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rancid yeah. is sick. Love those bands. Always punk. Okay, Always you punk. probably might have just answered your own in the next question. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite band of all time? Oh God, of all time, probably The Cure. The Cure. Right now. Um, See this sort of thing chops and it changes. changes like, yeah, the, yeah. This yeah, is the yeah, thing yeah. is this yeah. is an open question. Just currently, like when I was a kid, I'd have been like, "Oh, it's probably Green Day." Mm. <laughs> but, oh, Day but like, yeah, so Green Day's still cool. But like, no, nah, I think the, the Cure are great as well because mm. they've changed so much over their career. Mm. Okay. Um, and like, yeah, I like that. A tune uh, people should check of um, your label right now. Like your your the tune that you feel like people will listen to that tune the most. Yeah. But, I mean, it's only been released today, but Seahorse, Seahorse. by Joy. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. I will post that for you, it's man. Amazing. Because that, that, I'll, I'll give it a listen, guys. I've been at work today, and yeah. I will. Uh... And it, it's amingly produced, but they did it all at home as well. Oh, really? And once, once you know that, it's like big respect to them. Incredible. It's, it's such a good recording, and it's a brilliant song. Bang. Yeah. Best club to play in Bristol. <sighs> I always enjoy the Ruin. I always enjoy playing the Mother's Ruin because also yeah. like because I'm often the one putting on the shows as well there's often a lot of pressure to kind of bring a lot of people and weirdly because the yeah. Ruin's quite a small venue yeah, even yeah, if you yeah. don't bring many people it's still fun and you don't have the kind of the nerves of looking out on a kind of you're like yeah. the yeah. you, you're putting it on and everyone yeah I'm James having to like worry I'm worrying on two levels whenever we put on a show it's, it's a mad place the Ruin 
because the plate, the bar, when you walk up the stairs, mm-hmm. it's really narrow yeah. where the bar is. There's a few bits to the side of it, the door in that. Okay. And then, but there's like the stairs up. Yeah, and the, the stairs bar. are right next to the stage. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, I go a bit mental when we play gigs. I kind of jump into the crowd, go a bit nuts, and I've so many times I've nearly just fallen straight down Very the stairs. Nice, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the first show we played in Bristol, this was at um, the Old England. Mm. Um, <laughs> I jumped into the crowd like first thing, like second, the kind of song got loud, mm. um, and like. Most of the crowd knew what to do and stood back, apart from mm. this one girl that was like five foot two. And just like elbowed her straight oh. in the face. Oh, mate. Left, oh, left no. with a black eye. If someone recorded that, if someone recorded that, you know the old wrestling, you know the ros- wrestling commentary, and then put it over under the video. KO. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, like, it's like Jeff Hardy jumping off a steel, uh, like oh. a, off a ladder, and he's yeah. going, oh my God, oh my God. No. <laughs> Literally, the first. And she's down. She's down. <laughs> oh my God, One, King! Two. <laughs> Bro, I was thinking more like you see Josh Hom from the Queens of Stone Age kick the photographer. Yeah, in the face. I, saw I that. was thinking something yeah. like that if someone vi- videoed it. Yeah, moth might not be around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring Talking up a lot of controversy. Before I go to my next question, yeah, the have you ever seen? Have you ever seen like the two the duo Ray Summers? Uh, no, is it Ray Summers? Ray Summers. Yeah, yeah. That I can't ever say the name. Yeah, the, the ones, and basically, well, they was on stage performing, and um, one of them was standing on a light, and uh, it, the light flipped down, oh, and shit. the guy, like, the light went into oh, his leg. Jesus. And, like, apparently he broke it in, like, two places in that. And, like, on. it's how... Like you saying about jumping into the crowd, yeah. it's how the music gets you yeah. to stand on a fucking light. Mm. And... Yeah fall off that and then he's back on stage I would shit myself to get back on stage yeah. the next time because Sounds I think I he'd come on a wheelchair he was, he was... <laughs> well I mean do you see like people like Gigi Allen back in the day yeah just doing nuts. mad shit on stage Absolutely like bonkers. I swear he injected yeah. heroin on stage and took yeah, shit yeah. and stuff it's like um... that Sorry. No, go, carry on. And I'm going to ask you if you like a band. Okay. There's a thing on um, Keith Moon from uh, The Who. Yeah. There's yeah. a video um, of them playing. I think it's in LA or something. Mm. Um, and like you can hear, the camera's not always on him, but you can hear that he's like flagging mm. at certain points, like slowing down. And then suddenly he kind of picks up again and he's going like, absolutely nuts. Um, and apparently, like, there was literally somebody kind of coming on with like a bit of coke for him, just giving him the uh, coke. Yeah. He's got to pick back up again and kind of go absolutely nuts. And then, kind of, fifteen minutes later, he just kind of slows down. He's crashing <laughs> and it's, a, and then it's, it's so funny, so funny. And they had, then they had to drag him off because eventually he just kind of died almost on stage. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, your drummer's just kind of fucked himself up. We gotta go. <laughs> Everyone was like, yeah. Yeah, that's what they were there for. Yeah, yeah that's what they were there for. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you know Doctor Feelgood? Yeah, yeah well, no right. of. Right. So the the guitarist, um, my uncle knows him. Like, like he's he's from actually from um, near from where Wilco, I'm from. Brian Wilco. Huh? Wil- Brian Wilco. Yeah, yeah. He, he's from like um, an area from. Your dad knows him. Huh? Your dad knows him. No, I'm not saying he's dead. Like my my <laughs> I was gonna uncle say, that was, was gonna sick. see him back in the yeah. past. And because uh, he used to do that shit with the yeah, guitar, yeah, with, the guitar like, with the long ooh, leaves, ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, and the faces you would pull from the like, I think he was <laughs> it's on like he was so- gurning, yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, probably was, and he would jump out and crowd with the lead still intact in his guitar, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fucking nuts, you know, I've seen them in Maryport, right? Obviously, not 
not with uh, Wilco or anyone like that. Mm. It was like it was like one surviving member of Doctor Feelgood's son on the drums, but the rest were all like musicians who weren't anything to do with the original band. <laughs> really... It was like five pounds, and they was at like the local leisure centre. <laughs> this dead this dead port town in my in Cumbria, man. It's so weird. It was very. It was like maybe so real. fifteen or twenty of us in the. What's whole the room, best like... gig in Cum- Cumbria? Cumbria. Like... Ah, I see. There's, a, there's been a few. I saw while she sleeps. Who were like, um, oh wow, I remember of, them. Yeah, yeah, but like I was a Kerrang tour sort of band. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, um, like I don't know. I'm trying to describe them to James. They, they, they try to be hardcore, yeah. um, but they kind of really like melodies okay. and got pianos a melody to them, and stuff. Don't they? Yeah. So yeah. When, when we saw them and they like, because Carlisle, I was maybe 16. Mm. All my friends, we were all like skaters, mm. and we were like into that side of like long hair and stuff mm. like that. So we, yeah. we got there, mm. and it was just like everyone we knew was there. Mm. Everyone was just going nuts, and that it was just fucking. It's really, but that was probably the. They were a big part of that whole kind of two thousands emo scene, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. It's, it's still you about, talk you know. about the emo scene, yeah, right. <laughs> Obviously, you're gonna talk about that, right? I don't, I don't look like I used to like metal, but I used to love Megadeth and that. And I went through a phase when I was like. 15, 16, yeah. 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 And I would like listening to my Megadeths and that and really enjoying yeah. Metallica and all yeah, that. Yeah. Then it was just getting deeper. The metal would go, oh, it's got to be harder. It's got to be, it's got to be harder. <laughs> it's got to be so I started listening to Parkway Drive. And... Yeah, that's oh, yeah. sick. I've seen them like Parkway Drive. They, 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 they are banging. Yeah. Then I started getting on to early Bullet for my Valentine. Sick and I band. went. Sick yeah, band. but I went and see him live, yeah. Mm. And um, <laughs> at the time, I went the with this girl. And I don't know. I, I it was weird because like, I'd never been because I would I was into hip hop as younger and I would yeah, just yeah, know yeah. how to just go yeah, yeah. banging <laughs> yeah. And I played guitar and I just I just went like that. I just nodded my head yeah, quite yeah. far. Yeah. When I went to that gig, it was such a weird invite. Not because I've not been used to it. And everyone's just kind of yeah. like nodding their head, and I'm like, "Did they do a wall of death at any moment?" Yes, they um, did a wall of death. I just imagine you're they in the do. middle of it, they're like, ah, now, "What's happening? No, Why is everyone moving away, guys?" Yeah. I used to get in mosh pits and that, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, it was, it was a bit of a more extreme mosh pit at that time. But then I'll guarantee, I'll speak to some metal guys, and they're like, "No, that ain't nothing." Yeah, mate. it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, I, that, Bullet for my Valentine and that. That kind, even even Parkway Drive. Mm. They're not like. Heavy, heavy. Not Cannibal Corpse. Well, speaking of Crofters' rights, right, and touring bands, Ingested were there the other week, and they do a tune called Skinned and Fucked. And they're like, (laughs) I showed, I showed my, I showed my flatmate this band, right, because it was one of them, it's one of them bands that like I used to listen to because it was like, have you heard this tune? eh? It's called Skinned and Fucked, and everyone was like, just the name of the tune. Yeah, that's all it needs. That's all it needs. Popularity. It's basically programmed drums, MIDI programmed drums. I didn't get any of this when I was younger. I was just kind of like, oh, that's fast as fuck. How's he doing that? It's all programmed in. It's too, it's too on point for it to be a real drummer mm-hmm. really really fast probably mm. like 200 bpm or something like that and the lyrics are all about murdering and raping people yeah and for some reason that like it was like a south park effect everyone was like oh that's so crazy yeah, it's edgy isn't it? and then yeah, now you yeah. think back to it and you're like that's like what the heavy music is but it's just not not impressive yeah Oh my yeah. god! It's a kind of shock rock factor, isn't it? Yeah. It's got nothing past the shock a lot of the if time. If you go and see like... a show like that as well, I don't enjoy it. I'm just that, like, yeah, I'm gonna. I know. Go I, I, yeah, well, I, 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 I had, I would listen to metal today. I listened to some couple of Megadeth songs and I listened to a Metallica song today. Yeah. I can't go any further now. Yeah, I, I listen. Yeah. I like rock. Yeah, rock yeah. I can deal with because I can sample it. 
And I started to look into sampling Slayer, Slayer actually, because um, <laughs> I mate, they got it was. Um, Oh, was it from like South of Heaven or don't, something? Don't start sampling Lars Ulrich's drums. Oh, you'll, oh, you'll, you'll get fucking... I know, like, I you'll know lose the studio. <laughs> you'll lose the studio. Anything I, off St. Anger. No, <laughs> I literally... We've spoke about St. Anger before. Yeah, well, hey, hey, I like that. I like that. Yeah, no, this is exa- this is the thing. St. Anger. No, shit. I'm going to tell you. I'm sorry. I love... I love how the, ad- the ad-libs as well, the backing vocals are so loud in the mix. Yeah, yeah. It's like... For, which Is it Robert Chewy? He's like... It's fucking Rick Rubin produced that. Bro, Rick Rubin's Wasn't a massive hip. I respect yeah, but yeah, but he, Rick do you know, Rubin, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Rick Rubin produced System of a Down too, so he's done some good That's stuff. He's done yeah. some very good stuff. But that album, I'm sorry, I know you like that. <laughs> sorry, Metallica, I know you've got your meals in that. James, if you're listening, <laughs> sorry, James. Yeah, sorry, James, but. Not sorry, Lars. No, he's <laughs> your tin can weren't weren't good enough for me, mate. <laughs> yeah, like what what skin was he using? It's like you know when you get those uh, those tins. My like fridge. A... That's what he was using. <laughs> fridge. Anything you could find in the fridge. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Quality street tin. You know what I mean? You know the foley when you get a lettuce and you punch it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it yeah. sounded like that on steroids. Mm, cool. I think it's, it's interesting. But yeah, I, I mean, I mean, Megadeth as well. They're not. They're not like. They're fucking sick. Read Dave Mustaine's book. No, no I have. I have. I, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they're they're good or bad. But I'm saying they wouldn't. They wouldn't really be like. Uh, they wouldn't be considered heavy, no, would they? Yeah, no, they wouldn't. Well, it's weird, if you listen to, right, I'm going to... Right, I'm is, not saying they're bad. No, I'm, no, I'm not I'm, saying they're bad, but you're saying the they're heavy, heaviness of yeah. the thing. They would... I don't care. I'm I'm quite dark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a dark guy. I'm a dark guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dark um, no. Dark, no. Right, so if you listen to So Far, So Good... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the... Oh. I said, yeah, like I knew what the tune was. Right, So Far So Good was released in 1988, <laughs> mm. uh, and uh, they got a song called Set the World from Fire, yeah? Yeah. It's got a sample, it's a nice sample. Could dub probably, siren. You, you could use it for a dubstep tune if you're a dubstep <laughs> tune, by the way. It's got, I got to set the world on fire, and it goes, <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I don't want to set the world yeah, that on that one. Yeah, yeah. my, oh, my yeah. mate used to play that all the time. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it just comes in and goes, yeah, yeah. I want to make a bass out of that shit. Do it. Yeah, yeah. it's because it is so heavy. Granular yeah. synthesis, you could do that. Yeah, no Ableton, time, you can do granular synthesis, yeah, yeah. Then, can't you? Yeah, I'm gonna have a look at that shit. But metal, yeah. metal sampling, though, have you ever listened to XXX Tentacion? Nah, okay. I do. So- I, know, I have. I have. I have. <laughs> Just, uh, he's he's a he's a contra- controversial rapper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Max Max Coma uh, loves him, and I hear it all the time when mm. I'm um, trying to get to sleep. He sampled, um, you know, Eyeless by Slipknot. Really? Yeah. I might have to listen to this. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not a great tune, but it's an interesting sample choice. I like that because there's more rappers and stuff who are kind of embracing embracing mm. the culture. Embrace, well, not embracing like um, stuff that would be would would have got you beaten up okay like a while ago right, like, yeah, yeah saying like oh like uh, aj tracy as well he was where he was wearing like metallica merch and stuff like that and somebody was like i can't remember where it was but i think somebody called him out on twitter or something saying like why are you wearing metallica merch you're a rapper and he's like actually i'm a really big fan of metallica and yeah, started yeah. like listening to all his favorite right, stuff. to like, that person who said why are you wearing metallica yeah it's metalheads he- man they can't they, they're weird yeah yeah like they, 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 they like spring. they like it to be a clique don't they they like it to be their thing mm. um yeah, not to alienate any metalheads because I feel like I I feel like I started life as a metalhead, so I'm still. Oh, I yeah, started life as a metalhead, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I was a chav. Yeah, I couldn't help yeah. it. Worlds yeah. collide, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it, it like there was some really good music in metal, and like there is some 
parts of it where I can't delve now. Yeah. I used to when I was an angry <laughs> teenager. Yeah. But I can't do that. Nearly 25 now. Got to chill out. <laughs> but in the sense of like System of a Down and that, mm. I did like that. Corn, I liked that. That was a yeah. bit more, that was going to more. Corn's groovy. Yeah, Corn has got them like nice drum beats and that really fucking mud bass line. Do you like yeah. um, Machine Head? I had a mate who was into them. I can't say I Machine really Head. Them. Yeah, sick. Machine Head was That's sick. sick. Yeah. Apart from that weird phase where they started doing rap rock <laughs> and they were dressing God, in like all Adidas, uh, all Adidas yeah, track suits. You know the like, early 2000 cringe? <laughs> yeah. Spiked, Proper like Limp Biscuit style. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> the, lead, the lead singer, right? He, he, when I seen him live, right? He had, he had his normal hair. He had a goatee just like a metalhead. Right. When, I, when I went back to the album, it was called like, it was some, something like Burning Red or something like that. Yeah. He just had a full tracksuit on and his hair was spiked up, but it was oh as long God. as it was down, but just spiked yeah. up with so much gel and just like this weird fake rap accent. And it was just oh like, God. I can't believe they sold any any of those albums. It's just loyal fans. I'm going to become a, go a rock, rap, rap star. Imagine that, me growing long hair and then just like a little beard and like name myself Red Kid cap. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, just, just actually being able to collide to rock and no not even rock metal and rap i don't think go <laughs> i don't think go well is it have you ever heard of a guy called scarlord how do you know these people what <laughs> scarlord what the fuck i swear he's a character off guardians of the galaxy he might he might be he might be i don't I, uh, well, <laughs> i've never seen guardians of the galaxy but oh, let okay. me explain scarlord okay because he's a he's a weird guy from london and um, he only has like an internet following. I'd never heard oh, really? of him in real life from anybody telling me about music. I just saw he had like millions of plays on YouTube, yeah. but nothing else. Like just yeah. loads of plays on YouTube. And he's, he's like a guy. He wears like all these like emo clothes, but they're like revamped to look like still gothic, but like streetwear. And he screams over like trap beats. And oh, it's I've the most cringy like shit yeah, on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And I was just listening to it and I was like, because it's like, for instance, right, back should in the day... we go to one of his shows? We should, we should, we should, and we'll try and get an interview with him. Um, <laughs> like, I used to... Just bring a Tascam out back. Like. <laughs> yeah, like when those little Zoom recorders, like, can we can we talk to you? Um, don't check out our other podcast. Who I'll talk are to you? About you? <laughs> <laughs> but he's literally, he's just like, he just looks like an unhinged guy. He's yeah. just screaming, and it's like... There's a lot of stuff like that now, isn't there? Yeah. It's kind of... It's, yeah, it's kind of delving into weird territory. It's like combining the kind of slightly scene kiddie emo thing with rap. Mm. Even if you look at like Lil Pump and things like that, they kind of combine that a bit, don't they? Like, yeah, Lil, I, I think Lil Pump's Lil yeah. Pump's great, but that's just because it's like that is just what he wants. Like he's not he's not a street guy. Yeah, he's just a pretends he's street, which I find hilarious. He's like super yeah, like American yeah, middle yeah. class, but I just love the fact he's so young. He's making this music, which isn't like. It's not technical or anything. It's just it sounds all just like really saturated and stuff, and it's just yeah. everything's really badly mixed. But he's somehow. <laughs> he's just, it's true, but he's but he's somehow become like I bought I bought his he bought his album just to listen to it because I was like this guy's like made millions yeah off off of just making tunes where he's like saying the same shit over and over again and it's well, like kind of what we were saying earlier. You've got, to, you've got to embrace who you are, isn't it? You yeah. can't like lie to yourself about what you want to try and make. You can't try and be something. What's, what's, what's the what's the oh my friends did that? Oh, that? Lil Uzi Vert. That sounds like He's um, sick, good Charlotte. Oh God, good Charlotte. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find them big to up, history. Big, big Charlotte, wherever you're doing yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought you said Big Charlotte. Then. Yeah, big, big, Charlotte. Big, big Charlotte. They are Big Charlotte now. No, the good Charlotte. To be fair, they, they did a they did a tribute to Little Peep when Little Peep died, which is quite nice. Really? They just redid this song by him. Yeah, because it sounds fucking good when they do it. 
Because it sounds good when Little Peep does it, man. If I'm honest. Is he the is he the one who died? Yeah, he's the. He kind of he kind of sounded like um he was like like if Blink One Eight Two did trap. Like, yeah, that's exactly. It's so weird, isn't it? It's so fucking weird how the music is evolving. But I, I never actually, have predicted this. Yeah, like, but, <laughs> these two. Should we do a trap beat? And then you're you're. It's just like we're mix. It's like me mix. It's like when um early hip hop started and they started with Aerosmith and um, Run DMC. Yeah. Run DMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Arch Enemy and fucking pub. Uh, no, Anthrax and Public. Anthrax and Public Enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mad. That was that's that's sick as I well. Did like, like, all I did that like I did like Anthrax though because yeah. they were so New York and yeah. yeah. Well, Scott Ian's always been like he, he never really like he was a he was a different metalhead. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't always like. He looked like he a just looked a bit of like different. A bit different he turned. He, else. I've seen pictures of Scott Ian turn up at um, like in in the middle of the hood, in uh, where where are they where are they from? Um, I think they're from the Bronx or something. The Bronx, and he, he's yeah. just yeah, sitting there, and they they're all like shotting on the corners and that. He's just yeah. sitting there with his mates in yeah. the middle of the hood and looks like a normal. Whereas you'd think metal and hip hop wouldn't go in that sense. Yeah. You couldn't put James Hetfield in that situation, could you? No, well, he, he's could. no. Well, he's, 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 <laughs> I feel I feel like he's a super like redneck, and he? he's like I listened to a podcast. Um, he did one with Joe Rogan, yeah, and he was talking about he lives on like a ranch in like some like yeah, of course he does, the middle of nowhere, of he and he goes fucking like bear hunt. I was going to say you could see him with a shotgun. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he. I I heard a story. <laughs> Nine <Nice case. laughs> I heard a story about um, James Hetfield. He um, went to Russia. Of all places, into the middle of the si- Siberian desert. Was this when he was on his coke as well? He was on. He was like during a bit like bad part of his it, life. This was during St. Ang- Anger years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, he went to Russia, and uh, they stayed in a tent, and he was lived with this. He was with this Russian guy, and um, they just drank vodka all night. Mm. And then the next day, he said, "Oh, that just warmed you up, didn't it?" And then he they they'd been drinking vodka in the middle of the Siberian desert for four days. And I'm like. What brings you to just sit in the Siberian <laughs> yeah, desert yeah. for four fucking days? Yeah, and, and, and while he has family and kids back home in the US. Oh, shit. Which is like part of the reason why he stopped doing it. Because he, he, he realised that he was like putting himself in like... Um, putting himself in danger? In danger, yeah. And his family. Yeah, and he was just kind of... Because he was so fucked up, he was just thinking about things like... God. different. He just wasn't thinking about his family and stuff. But you I mean... Do, drugs do make you selfish, though. Yeah, Well, alcohol makes you selfish as well. I didn't mm. like... Fucking arts can make you selfish. Ooh, yeah, art, art, <laughs> that, that is true. That is that is true. To make to make and combine them all together, you get the most narcissistic fucker on the planet. Yeah, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. It, to an extent. Like, yeah, you might you might get like the loveliest one. Yeah. The funny thing is, we were talking about Gestion earlier. Like, this is the thing of our podcast. Our, pod, our podcast. I was meant to. I was like, before I ask you the last question, then we've just gone on to massive. Totally we're different. in that one, James Hetfield in the middle of Russia, bro. Gone down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think it's the um, opportunity to talk about uh, metal music, though. Yeah, Cause no. Because like, I think. I think we. I think we. If. If we, cause we don't, a whole new area. Yeah, we just don't like, talk about yeah. it. Or we, we bring it up for like two seconds, and then yeah, we'll yeah. talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, then we go. Oh, that's radar. <laughs> Did you hear this new 140 song? Yeah, that was me. I, I find because it, it could start branching like producers that if you're a forward-thinking producer out there, yeah, and you want sample, if you want to, because let's think of it now. Yeah, in 2018, you got trap. Trap mm. is taking over pretty much. Dubstep is taking. If you've listened, to, if we'll put you on some um, dubstep now, you'd think it's trap. Right. Oh, God, yeah, like grums and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd think it's like 
literally little pump could jump on it or right, like yeah, a bit yeah. heavy obviously a bit heavier and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But if you're forward thinking enough to go there's some old punk. There's some old rock. What can I do to make that into electronic music what I, I like? Mm. And not make it sound generically trappy or Yeah. Something like just make it something sound a bit different. Starting mm. like a new movement in the sense of it, it's hard because yeah. you're trying to get at that good. new sound and new new wave across mm. but oh it's hard it's very fucking you, you hard isn't it? it's like thinking yeah. in a new way but yeah. also but also i find I, I i think like the best experiments in music and stuff mm. they like because it's by people like bjork and that they mm. do con- <laughs> what the fuck Wait, big up, uh, big up big those up projectile nuts man. Here, yeah. <laughs> finest. i wish i'd filmed that like. <laughs> but anyway People like Bjork and that. She she's like openly talked about listening to grime and UK mm, bass yeah. music and stuff like that. Working with people like Arca, they combine such like mad elements to create their music. But they're not necessarily like taking samples or going like it's not it's not necessarily as simple as going like oh well. So for instance, <coughs> a band example, uh, Jack White loved mm-hmm. the Cramps. Okay. And yeah. the cramps, you listen to the cramps. Oh, yeah. It's got a bit of a garagey feel to it, like the White Stripes. But you're not, you know, like Jack White's not singing, I'm a human fly. He's not like ripping yeah, them off. Yeah. He's like, he likes the ethos. He mm. likes the sort of sound of it all, but he's making it. I mean, his new album probably sounds far removed from all of the garagey stuff because it's like yeah. electronic and that. But that's another interesting point. It's all electronic. A lot of it's electronic and he's taking influences, but not yeah. like it's. He, he's got bored. And just fucking gone. Yeah. Where can my mind be exhilarated yeah. enough yeah. to make more music? And Absolutely. this is the this is the sense of like if you listen to someone who's forty, like say if you listen to new bands, yeah, and listen to them back in the eighties, and then now you listen to them in two thousand eighteen, and you sort of go, oh, they've had it and that, mm, but yeah. they're so far in their musical life life cycle mm. that they're thinking on some different level to you mm. are because yeah. they've seen everything yeah 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 and yeah. there's a guy called lamb chop mm-hmm. who's like a 60 year old uh he was a country musician okay ages ago mm-hmm. like just a country he, he loves he making... dubstep now? nah but what, <laughs> what he does do what he does do he makes no Techno. get this he's uh clubbing with a little pump Okay. Nice. <laughs> he did. He did an album. He did an album called um, I think it was called Floatus or something like that. Okay. Um, around the time when Obama was coming out of fucking office and okay. the start of the evil, start the, the evil, Trump, yeah, the start Trump of like the yeah, Mordor and shit like that happened. Yeah. But like, um, but he basically, he basically got, <laughs> he got his uh, uh, Donald Trump. I'd love to interview you if you could come on to this. Uh, oh yeah, shout out to Donald. Yeah, shout out Donald. If you, you want to come down to Bristol. <laughs> come into an old police cells and <laughs> have, no, an, get, have an interview <laughs> but anyway this lamb chop guy really quickly really quickly he, he did he did an album which was like country songs but he yeah. he, he was using uh, drum machines and sequences yeah auto tune on his voice but like in the most beautiful way like i, yeah, I only okay. stumbled upon it by accident yeah but it's just like and i, I went you stumble onto these things? it was itunes on the itunes store oh, i just right. i was i mean like i was just looking on the Spotify will bring up so much random shit as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. I find Spotify knows me pretty well, actually. If I just let it kind of oh, do its thing, it'll I try and find some, some new stuff to, um, sometimes on Spotify, yeah. but I, I get lost in what I already like because yeah, it's yeah. taking me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, that. yeah, yeah. But that's, that's putting your information out on the internet. <laughs> like fucking Zuckerberg <laughs> and shit. Zuckerberg's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck it, I don't care. 
I really, I honestly, I was thinking about that. Facebook actually came up with a little thing today. Um, I don't know if you fuck with Facebook. Some people really don't. Do, do you fo- do you follow the, the? Have you followed the Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah. Oh, the trial thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so funny. It's cringy as shit. It's man. So new topic. Funny. New topic. No, can he, I? Can he, I can he is oh, sorry, sorry, Yeah, you can't just insert me, bro. Sorry, well, we'll talk about this later. Uh, right. But no, the face Facebook came up with a thing. It was literally saying like, check your settings, and it was like it was yeah. trying yeah, to push I got you to check your settings. Yeah, and I was just looking at it, and I was like, to be fair, he can read my fucking, he can read my messages. I don't care. I, don't, yeah, I really yeah. don't care. Yeah, but going on to that Facebook thing, of, like, because I, like, sorry with the new topic, mate. No, no sorry, no, it's good. <laughs> sorry, mate. Now I finished talking. It's now absolutely I fine. Talking. <laughs> That's why I say he has to put me in check sometimes because like, I say. Yeah. And your loud voice cuts out anybody else's, so you can just start. Yeah, two pack middle fingers up right there, mate. Talking about the the um Facebook. Yeah. Did you see? That fucking Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, ha- had a fucking mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, I, like it, it was a booster, it booster had a pillow, booster <laughs> had a booster seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, some of the pictures, he's a fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a fucking alien. If you look at him, he looks like a fucking alien. But did you not see the other side of the thing that he was sat on? Because I can't tell you how many photographers and film people were just directly in front of this cunt like he yeah, was yeah, uh, yeah. and this is and this there was a really funny post where it was like i don't know well it wasn't actually that funny it was quite logical whereas like people were like analyzing him drinking water yeah and, yeah. and analyzing his like facial reactions to questions it, and it, that. it looks like someone's kind of punched in a few numbers and he's just kind of reacted yeah smile like it, it, i saw a thing like um comparing the way he moves his face to kind of current humanoid robotics mm. And it, it kind of suddenly looks like some kind of cogs are just started he's turning a in his robot. mouth. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a robot. Robot. <laughs> his no, mouth this was my smile. point though. Is like uh, uh, if you're gonna examine like how humans react in this fucking mad day and age, mm. if you were sat and you're you're, it's like basically a deposition. Like yeah. it's like it, it's not it's not something that you'd be like cool as a cucumber. Like your body language is gonna be fucked. Mm. And the amount of cameras and paparazzi that were in front of him, never mind the like Congress mm. around him, he's surrounding him. Regardless of that, his lawyers behind him too. He's got fucking I don't <laughs> know how many lawyers. Him you and see, his boys. You see, you see, you see, you see, you see the lawyer behind. Him his, every time someone asked a question, his lawyer was like, "It's like, like that's a stupid question, <laughs> like that." And it, it was like, "Zuckerberg, honestly, oh my god!" Fun. But I don't. If, even if he's an alien, man, he's doing a good job of being a human in that scenario because that's how everyone would act. Like, if you're being exam, if every all, all eyes, are, I would 100. percent I'd have Princess and the Pea shit like going. I get right a fucking up. AA book to stand up. Yeah. Do it because then you then you're towering over them. <laughs> you could be the Facebook overlord towering over all these all Congress. The Facebook overlord. Yeah, and then they'll be there like, asking questions, and you're like, I'm above you. If I'm he's, a fucking above you. If yeah. he's taking over the world right now, he's not the kind of person you'd have expected, would it? Like nah. Overlord Zuckerberg. You'd expect someone with like a kind of goatee and like kind of crazy eyebrows, yeah. but he's just like Anton, this Anton kind Anton of squash-faced <laughs> alien. He's like the a... Emperor, mate. He's Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, so Palpatine. 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 Pal- Zuckerberg <laughs> is Palpatine. Do it. <laughs> I can see it. Do, do it. I can, I can see it definitely. And it, it is. Just, give him a hoodie. Give him a hoodie. Give yeah. him a hoodie. Oh yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Could you wear my merch? Yeah, Zuckerberg. Would you want a sellotaped hoodie? I'll make it for you. No, do you not see that interview where he's like sweating through all his clothes and shit? And yeah, he has to take yeah, off his. Yeah. He doesn't want to take off his hoodie, but when he does, he's like, so, he's just covered. <laughs> and she's there like, are you alright? And he's like, uh, I'm fine. <laughs> it's like an oil leak or some shit like that. 
He's just he's more like leaking fluids. <laughs> you see, like a mechanic kind of going under the desk and like on Zuckerbot has malfunctions. Zuckerbot, yeah, literally. Palpatine Zuckerberg. Yeah. Um, but anyway, digressing <laughs> off uh, the, the, the world leader. Yeah. Um, going on to the Overlord. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the reptilian master. Well, how long? How long are we on? All right. We're in hour seven. We 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 got uh, one more topic because uh, like I I would like to like with Seller Talks as well because we're talking about shit. Mm. Well, is, is there any news that you've seen in the last week where you feel is fucked up? Fucked up. God, there's so much, isn't there? There's it's so much shit. Every, everything's just going to pop, really. Yeah. I mean, just, it's more, it's more, just everything. It's no specific. It's doomsday soon, isn't it? Doomsday is going to, yeah. I, I mean, I guess, I guess Syria and is, you're a, is a big thing. Yeah, and we're in here. At least we're in a bunker. We're, we, <laughs> the thing is, if, if... I'm, I'm down here quick as a flash. I've got fucking codes on here. Yeah. Well, I'm cutting that out. Because I <laughs> fucking know about that. There's only a certain amount of food down here. <laughs> James intends to last. Yes. The thing is, I, I am don't have. He's got, he's got so many dry peanuts down here. He's, he'll be fine. <laughs> They're lining the walls. Yeah. And that. Bro, like I tell you what, I want. What's this brand called? I'm a cashew man. If I'm talking about nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my bird, my bird likes. Um, if me calling her a bird, she's probably fucking. Well, yes, yeah, she, she should <laughs> be. She should be. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry I'm, re- I'm really. Actually, I, I am actually going to apologise. Don't worry, I'll tell him off after. Yes, don't worry. I'm going we'll to sit him down and give him a little bit of a chat. That, by <laughs> right, sorry about that. But. The <laughs> cashew nuts, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I'd like them, but they're not. They're good for vegan food. They, they yeah. are good. They, they, I like them cooked. Mm. They are cashews are good. I could back a whole packet Clancy's, of cashews. Clancy's, mate. Big up Clancy's. Get endorsed by them. Do you not, you're not a Nobby's Nuts, man. <laughs> Can't eat them. Not gluten-free. Oh, really? Yeah. Not gluten-free? No. What, does, what does he put in them? Fucking wheat. <laughs> <laughs> gluten? Obviously. <laughs> oh, I mean? shit. That's what gluten-free is. Oh, mad. How do you get wheat into nuts? Is it in, like, the flavouring or something? Yeah, it's like when, how, it's when they, like... I can't fucking explain. Well, it's when they get when they. It just is. I go to I go to Asda or Sainsbury's and go. Mm. Oh fuck! It's got glow in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. true. (laughs) When when I try and get vegan stuff and I look in the thing and it's got like fucking wave or milk or something in it. Wavy milk. No wavy milk. (laughs) It's a wave (laughs) pub. If you've got a bit of lean, they've got a bit of lean LSD in that Oh my god! Is there a micro dot in this fucking? I feel like there's something wrong with the oat milk. I can't. Guys, the oat milk is making me think very, very deeply. Am <laughs> I, 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 I a glass of oat milk right now? Oh, mate. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. We're, 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 we're start wrapping this up now. Yeah. In, in there was the nothing sense. that you saw in the news that was fucked up. I thought that was like a topic that we were going to talk about. Yeah. I've been in Manchester. Serious, the big one, isn't it? I, I'm, I've uh, been in Manchester for the weekend. Mm. Uh, I've, been, I've had a little break from the old music, other than doing your mix down on the train, mm. which, oh. is, which is quite Sweet. enjoyable at the moment. Um, I see, obviously, a f- oh City winning the Premier League. Oh obviously. Yeah, yeah, big yeah, up yeah, City yeah. and yeah. Newcastle beating Arsenal. Fuck Arsenal. Like, um, <laughs> Not Forget gonna... the bombing. Let's talk about the football. <laughs> <laughs> the real serious. In, in, in the sense of in 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 the sense of in in the sense of Syria and stuff, um, I've seen since we have bombed mm. them. Yeah, the pound has risen. Has it? That's interesting. I mean, that there is um apparently so basically you have got Iraq and Afghanistan. 
um, they're on to the east of Syria. Mm. And so Syria is like an important trade route to bring oil mm. back from those yeah, yeah, yeah. from those countries. So there's kind of a lot of cynical people would say that um, we go in there in order to kind of secure oh, a trade route. People have been back. saying that for a, a good couple of years because there's that um, fucking, oh, what's that conspiracy documentary about uh, America and their sort of like dealings with like, there's like a list of countries. Mm. It's about central banks and stuff like that yeah, too. Yeah. Like what, uh, what the powers in the west don't have control over the places like for a certain amount of time it was libya until they managed to fund the uh, rebels to fuck up Gaddafi, Gaddafi, and then yeah. the rebels turned into something that the west doesn't really like anymore so mm. that somehow really that became <coughs> interlinked with syria yeah. and that was an excuse to go into syria and do all this stuff where mm. people were saying for a long time that assad has already run won yeah. the war in syria See, I, I find syria really difficult personally because obviously assad i think it's It'd be foolish to say that he didn't use chemical weapons against his own people. Exactly. Um, but that said, he was he was fighting ISIS mm. and a lot of other Islamist groups out there, and he's defeated them. So they were the opposition parties, effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could either have Assad or you got ISIS running a country. And so if we do go into Syria and we do try and remove Assad, you have to make sure that there is a viable democratic government in mm. waiting yeah, yeah, to yeah. take over because otherwise it's going to be another kind of but head chopping Arab, Arab Spring shit isn't it like yeah. it's, it's a re- it's a repetition of the past and you know that that's not going to happen though you know you know that it's not going to be it's not going to be the case that they are going to make sure that everything's because this is the, this is the reason why because you know I mean the thing with Putin I find really really co- like conflicting because mm. sometimes he's on the right side yeah. saying like look just leave it leave yeah. it leave it be don't fucking start He's meddling very, in that it's, it's depending where he is on the political scale yeah. no but no but th- yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff where he's he actually does a lot of exposing of other people's governments and where it goes a bit weird and a sure, bit fishy yeah. is when he's covering up his own stuff i think no, no like, one's ever 100 percent good and 100 percent bad aren't they yeah um but she also may lied yeah like no, she's 100 percent bad fuck her get, she's, get yeah, her. <laughs> she's, she's up there <laughs> literally fucking she said about the bombings and stuff. Mm. And then, but there was some other motive. Everyone knows that there was another motive. And she said, oh, I was all for the chemical attacks. I know that that's yeah. what they say it's for. But at the end of the day, you know, there's other motives about to get yeah, yeah. that wealth. I mean, Donald Trump and uh, Theresa May, for example, their approval ratings are going like way down. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of Margaret Thatcher's first term, mm. for example, um, she was about to get voted out, basically. And then she started the Falklands War, yeah, and yeah, her yeah. ratings just soared right back up again. Yeah, a little like good, good old patriotism. <laughs> Nothing like, like a good old war <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get the commoners on side. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really it's transparent. Yeah. Last, last, last one for you before we start doing our plugins of where you're going to find us. Now it's been an interesting conversation. It's not just been about music. It's been about yeah, everything. we've uh, we've delved into many. <laughs> no, it's, it's that's what it's about. That's why it's called from James Blunt to yeah. Syria. Yeah, <laughs> from, from, from Blunt to Syria. <laughs> yeah, you got to talk about. All the daily affairs and stuff. That's what we're going to name it. Yeah, like tagline. From Blunt to Syria, Seller Talks. Do you know what I mean? Do you know North Korea and South Korea have descended their war today? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't actually see anything about that. They're going to talks now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, this, they're, like, they've been at war since 1950. I Something, think, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what happened, but Kim Jong-un... Uh, uh, is it Kim Jong-un? Un. Yes, yeah. he... um. He somehow just started doing some right things. Like it's, it's like weird. The media have started putting him in some good 
The media have always had a very controlled idea of what North Korea is. Yeah. Because yeah. none of us have been there, none of us have seen it. <laughs> and it's like the people that have, I mean, they let very few people in, don't they? So mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, w- I was very interested. Big up career in that in that sense. Of, uh, well, we need to see what happens first because I feel like I feel like a lot of stuff's happening, which is like kind of positioning. There's a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. Very different. I feel like it could uh, it could either go good, mm. or it could go bad. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't be like big up career just yet because <laughs> yeah. I feel like some, you say that and then it's like right. Well, like Kim Jong Un T-shirt. <laughs> no, I'm just saying big up North Korea. Yeah, just walking around I'm, like I'm saying big up career as a whole. Yeah. yeah, trying to move past him, trying to move move past him. Yeah, big up, the, big up the unity. Yeah, big up peace, the peace unity. Talks, so peace talks. Peace talks are always more preferred. Okay. No, I like that. But anyway. George, where they, where can they find your social medias? Where where do you want to be? Uh, where where do okay, you want soon. people to find you? Where do you want to find your label? Um, so moth aren't on social media at the moment. So just find everything on Quit Your Job Records Facebook yep. page and Instagram, um, and there's Bandcamp mm-hmm. as well. And all most of the bands are on Spotify. Yeah, obviously you have your new tune soon. That's when I finish yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, uh, you got Crit Job Records. Where are they going to find your tickets for the Planetarium show? Planetarium uh, on the Indiegogo page. Um, I think How it's much today? So at the moment, you can pre-order a ticket through the Indiegogo page at fifteen quid, um, and then they'll be on general release after we've done the fundraiser, mm-hmm. um, which will probably be in the first week of May. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely getting my ticket. You getting yours? We'll see how my financial situation. Yeah. Is. <laughs> <laughs> pre-order is the way to go. I'd say for now. If not, I might treat you. Oh, would you? Yeah. Oh, you. oh thank you. Oh, thank you, darling. Oh. Oh. So, we'll, give you, we'll give you front row seats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Zone Music, where they finding you at? Uh, Zone Music uh, on all social media, mm-hmm. apart from Instagram, but you don't want to see any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zone.co.uk as well. Blub, blub, blub. Right. <laughs> blub, blub, blub. Yep. Big up some man inside. And what about you, James? Where can we find you? Where are you? All right, right. J-Face Seller Tapes on Insta. Yep. Sellertapes.es on our website. We've got some new content about Seller Talks up on there, so check it out. We've got uh, Seller Tapes Recording Studio Bristol on Facebook. If if you want to talk about any recordings you want to do coming up, uh, George, what am I like recording with? A dream. I like that. That's fucking. That's amazing. going on the website. <laughs> that's on the front front page of the website now. It's just a dream. A yeah, dream, George. <laughs> Jay dreaming. Yeah, uh, and you'll find me on yeah, obviously Alex Star. If you want to find me, my personal social media, find Jay Favors on Facebook. I've just put a new tune up. I don't normally put new tunes, but tunes are coming this week as well as the new. Um, what we called it, Pressure in the Cellar. Pressure in the Cellar, oh yeah, the yeah, little video. Gonna, we, we got the video, we done a, I done a 10 minute beat challenge. We got a big up your 10 minute beat challenge, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, you got two out, he's got 10 Oh yeah, on YouTube, under yeah. Pressure. Yeah, yeah, under pressure. Yeah, dun, where dun, they finding dun, that? Dun, what's, dun, your dun, 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 what's your YouTube dun, 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 channel? Zone Music on YouTube. 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 Yeah, mine will be up on YouTube this week. Zone Music kindly come down and film me and I made a 10 minute beat challenge, but I finished the tune. Yeah. Funny enough, and I've just mixed it down, so I'll put the tune out as well for a free download. Sick as... All right, enjoy the tune, enjoy everything. Zone Music, what are you saying? See you later. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. My lover. George. Goodbye, my friend. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. <laughs> All right, from me, Jay Favors, in a bit. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Things are wrong.